0: What's shaking, Fire Nation? JLD here and welcome to episode 1417 of EO Fire where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs a seven days a week. And if you've ever considered hosting your own podcast, I have a free podcasting course that guides you every step of the way from launch to monetization. So visit freepodcastcourse.com. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Carlos Gill. Carlos, Are you prepared to ignite?
1: I was born ready to ignite. Yes.
0: (laughs) Carlos is the global head of social media for BMC software. Previously, he's led corporate social media for brands like Winn-Dixie, Save-A-Lot, and LinkedIn. In addition, he's an industry speaker and thought leader on Snapchat and all things social. So Carlos, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's great to be here on the show. Thank you so much, JLD. Uh, a little bit about me outside of my corporate bio is I actually started my career in banking at 19 years old after deciding not to go to college. And I worked in banking for six years before losing my job. And when I lost my job um, in 2008, I actually started up my own business. Um, so, well, a lot of people don't know this about me. Before I, I got into brand marketing and a career in social media, I actually ran my own company for four years. Wow. And in addition to that, um, I have a family, live here in Cali. We miss you, JLD. See Cali. Yeah, man, it's something a lot of people don't know. And I'm really excited to share a little bit about that story and what I learned um, going through the grind in 2008, 9 and 10 during the recession as a startup founder.
0: Not to get too derailed here, but whenever I chat with you, Carlos, I have to talk about Snapchat on some levels because when I got interested in Snapchat a while back, um, a lot of people were just saying like, you know, you got to check this guy out. He's doing some cool things. He he's really knows what he's doing with Snapchat. And so you and I got on the phone. You really dropped the value bombs on me and got me off to a great start. And ever since then, I've literally been rocking Snapchat every single day jld rants are something that uh, i look forward to doing every single day so let's kind of maybe bring fire nation up to current with the snapchat world like what have you seen snapchat wise as far as like trends of course give a shout out with your snap handle because you got some great content that you kick out all the time but what's been going on in snapchat world
1: you know, I've seen Snapchat evolve from the time that I jumped on in 2013 to now. And at the core, Snapchat perhaps gives everyone on social media the best glimpse into your life. Um, and what I mean by that is it's, it's not Facebook. It's not Twitter. People don't go on to Snapchat and think about how am I going to go ahead and get the most engagement. They just create content uh, similar to what you said with your rants. Um, I love your rants on Snapchat, because it's real. It's it's unfiltered. It's in the moment. It's real time. So I've seen this this paradigm shift, if you will, from 2013 when I jumped on when it seemed like no one was on Snapchat. And when I would talk to marketers about getting on and using this as a medium to engage younger millennials, they they all said, oh, you're nuts. All of them are on (laughs) Facebook. They're all on Instagram. And it's funny because fast forward to three years later, we have folks like Gary Vee and you and myself and others out there in the space that are all advocating for Snapchat. It seems like the whole free world now is catching up and jumping on Snapchat. And I think it's great. I think we're only scratching the surface for those listening out there that still haven't jumped on the Snapchat train. There's still time to do so. I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's such an untapped opportunity for marketers, whether you're in B2B, B2C, or whether you even own your own small business or you're a solopreneur. There's so much untapped opportunity right now in Snapchat waiting to be had.
0: I mean, I love it. It's such a great way to connect with my audience as well. Like I drop these JLD rants and then, you know, I'll go back in later in the day. And I mean, I'm getting over 2000 views for every single Snapchat that I'm putting out there. And like just to see that that many people are actually choosing to go listen and to watch my content and then engage on it. And then the ability of the Snapchat allows me to go back and Leave people a quick voice message or a quick video or even just, you know, a fire, fire pound, which I love to do when I respond to people as well. Like Mm -hmm. I can just rip through like a hundred messages. In you know, like five ten minutes, and and really impactful messages. Again, people will write back and be like, "I can't believe like you sent a voice message back." And I'm like, "Well, it's literally easier than me typing something out because you know I got these fat thumbs. So why don't I just like hold down the microphone button, and say something, and say hello?" So I love Snapchat for all these reasons. So Fire Nation, you've heard me say it before, but follow me, John Lee Dumas and Carlos. What? Let's get a little shout out for you. What do you got for a handle?
1: You can follow me at the Carlos Gill on Snapchat.
0: The Carlos Gill, So let's talk about revenue, brother, because you're making money. You have a family to support. You live in California, so Uncle Sam takes a huge chunk of all of that. So you gotta, you know, have a little left over. And uh, where does that come from?
1: Yeah. So good question. And I just want to preface by saying that I thought that starting up a, a business during the recession was hard work. Let me go ahead and say, I did that when I was in Florida where there was no state income tax <laughs> and very affordable live. Living here in California is no joke. I consider living in Silicon Valley to be the real MBA. It really gives you a, a we call it slap in the face, but a crash course lesson on hustle. And I've never worked so hard in my life than the two years almost I've lived out here. So to go back to your question, I do work a corporate job. That's where the majority of my income comes from. But I will let anyone know very in a very humble manner. My corporate job um, only gets me so far with the cost of living out here. Yeah. So I, I do a combination of public speaking. That's an income stream. Um, I do some consulting as well. That's an income stream, and um, I also work with other startups. Um, as an advisor. So the key is to have multiple income streams and not just depend on a corporate salary. Because as I discovered firsthand back in 2008, and also through some other experiences along (laughs) the the way, i.e. getting fired from jobs, that you can't just depend on having a corporate salary nowadays. Because if you do, and that corporate salary goes away, then you're really going to be in a world of trouble. So
0: Carlos, you've alluded to some struggles you've had in the past. Let's just unpack one of those. And by one of those, I mean the worst entrepreneurial moment that you've experienced today, brother. So take us there. Tell us that story.
1: Yeah, so um, like I said before, I started up a company in 2008. It was Jobs Direct USA. It was an online job board and staffing firm, and I did this as a result of a job loss in the financial services and banking industry. I was 25 years old. I didn't have any startup capital to get my business up and running besides a very small severance package. I will say my daughter was born right in between the time that I got let go from my my, my old job and started up my my company, and um, I, I'd say the worst moment that I went through as an entrepreneur was going broke. And when you have no money, like literally, JLD, no money to keep the lights on my house, no money to pay the bills, just flat out broke. When you go through those experiences, man, you either have one or two options. And that's either I'm going to go north or I'm going to go south. And going south is not an option because you can't go any further than rock bottom. And that moment was invaluable to me because it really forced me to up my game and really believe in myself and and talk about just having confidence and just owning it, owning that experience. Um, like I said, I think you have to really hit rock bottom and get to that point where you're like, holy shit, if I don't produce income like right now over the next five days, I'm not gonna be able to feed my family. It's a very scary place to be, but it teaches you a lot about character, confidence, and really just believing in yourself.
0: Wow. I mean, Fire Nation... I love Carlos because, again, just like on Snapchat, he's just open. He's honest. He's transparent. He's not going to hide things. Like He's just going to break down the reality of what he's been through, the struggles that he's had, and to literally say, like, hey, like, you know, I had a family, I had a kid, and like, I had no money. Like, that's that's your back against the wall. And these are things that I've talked about in the past called the baby effect. When you have no other option but to succeed, guess what? You're going to succeed. Suddenly picking up that phone call to make that outbound cold call is less scary than it is not to put food into your child's stomach. You know, all of a sudden, like knocking on that door or, you know, sitting down and actually writing out that business plan is less difficult, you know, than not having the lights on in your house. So, so remember that Fire Nation. Like sometimes, having your back against the wall can be a blessing in disguise when you use that mm-hmm. energy in the right way. So that's my big takeaway, Carlos. But what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from the lessons that you learned during that time?
1: Yeah, you know, it, it comes down to tenacity and, and believing in yourself. I know that sounds just super cliche to say, but one of the one of the moments where it really dawned on me was um, I was watching a movie. I'm sure you've seen it called The Pursuit of Happiness. Mm-hmm. With Will Smith, and the moment that really touched me—I get goosebumps even talking about right now—was seeing um, Will Smith, the character he was portraying, in the subway station with his son sleeping in the bathroom. Oh yeah, that moment touched me because I was going through my own struggles at that point in time, facing foreclosure, just you know, the whole world seemed to be caving in. But it was just—I had to believe in myself and, and overpower that, just to get through it. And it's—it's it's not easy. But I can tell anyone out there listening to this that is going through their own struggles right now, trying to grow a business. If you're able to get through that rough patch, I tell you what, you're going to come out of that on the other side so much stronger than when you went into it. You're going to have character. You're going to have a belief that, you know what, a lot of people are going to tell you no, and that's okay. Um, no, doesn't necessarily mean no forever just means not right now. And the way I look at this JLD is, and this was how I operated back then. And I still do to this day, even in a corporate role is you're going to plant a lot of seeds out there. And these are the doors that you're knocking on. These are the in mails that you're sending. These are the tweets that you're sending, the relationships that you're building. And as you're planting these seeds, you're watering them. And that's the value that you're adding to others. And if you do this consistently, then you're going to see that harvest grow. And I did this for two years consistently without making a single dime. And what I, what I saw was after this two-year period, I never had to go on another sales call again. Hmm. Which, think about that. You go through this rough patch. You still keep your head on strong. You're still focused on growing your business. You're adding value to others out there. And it comes to a point where you do this so much consistently that others start saying, wow, maybe I should be reaching out to this person. Maybe I should be recommending him and his services. In my case, I was trying to help people find jobs. I was trying to connect employers together with recruiters to provide a service.
0: Carlos, let's talk about an aha moment. I mean, you've just gone through a number when you were just sharing you know, the lessons you learned, the ideas that you had going through your struggle to you know, where you pulled yourself out. What's one of your greatest? Like, what's one of the you're most proud of? Tell us that story.
1: I would have to say, um, and this is actually what transitioned and got me into corporate brand marketing. So I think you're going to love this. So it was a Friday afternoon, right around the end of 2010, and I received a message on LinkedIn from a recruiter for a company called Win Dixie and this recruiter had actually met me at a job fair that my company had hosted a year prior. Um, So there was that networking connection there. Well, she emails me on a Friday afternoon. I had my wife and my kids in the car. We're getting ready to go to South Florida, and she says, hey, we have a job fair on Monday, and it's too late for us to get an ad in the Jacksonville Business Journal. Can you help us promote this event through social media, and we will gladly pay you? Well, to be honest with you, I had no idea how much to even charge, but I absolutely said yes, that would help out. And this was one of those moments that really defined my career and got me to where I was at today. Because what happened was I wound up promoting, I spent 48 hours promoting winn job fair for the following Monday, I emailed, you know, all the media publications in town, news, you name it, wrote press releases, sent out a tweet storm. And this job fair wound up driving out more than 300 candidates, which they said was above average from when they would spend thousands of dollars to <laughs> run a print media ad. Go figure. Well, what happened was when Dixie saw the value in what my company did, and they decided to bring me in as a consultant for all things social recruiting, which was still relatively new back in 2010, 2011. So after working with Dixie as a contractor through my company for almost a year, Dixie ended up hiring me to start up social media for them. And I was the first ever corporate social media marketing manager well jld that opportunity led me to save a lot, which led me to LinkedIn, which has led me to bmc software where i 'm at today and again, if it wasn 't for me taking that one moment in time to respond to that one in mail and just take a chance, take a risk i wouldn 't be having this conversation with you today because i wouldn't have i wouldn't i just wouldn 't have the career that that i 've built over the last five years.
0: When do we become afraid of doing work like when do we become afraid? Of actually putting in the time, energy, and effort, not even knowing if we were going to get a return. Like, why do we come to situations with our handout first saying, okay, like I need to be paid up front, or I need to be awarded up front, or I need this or that? Like, this entitlement sinks so many ships before they even get out of ports. Like, when do we become afraid of just saying, hey, I'm going to just go out, provide massive value and prove myself because who am I to win Dixie? Who am I to X to Y to Z? Well, I'll tell you, you're nothing until you're something and you're not going to be something until you actually take action and move forward just like Carlos did. So that's my big takeaway, Carlos, from your aha moment. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets?
1: I would say to build on what you just said, uh, JLD, you have a lot of entrepreneurs out there today. They're just getting started in the business and and they all want to be experts of their domain, which is, which is fine. However, I think being a student still has a lot of value that is often overlooked in today's day and age. I meet with a lot of young up-and-coming hustlers and entrepreneurs out there, and they have these outrageous agency rates that are on par with, with, with a huge established agency. And it goes back to what I was describing before. Humble yourself, be a student, and when you have the game in your hands let someone else almost dictate to you what they see the value in the service that you provide because there's a lot of folks out there that are just getting started in the business that don't have experience and experience has value but you have to put in the time you have to be willing to either work for free to gain experience or you have to be willing to go ahead and work for a very nominal fee which is representative of the value that you bring today before you start collecting those big six and potentially someday seven figure checks I have
0: no doubt that if I could rewind the clock 18 years, which is crazy to say because 18 years ago I would be 18 years old, I mean – I would so quickly be saying, "Hey, where do I want to be in three, four, five years?" I would really have like a heart to heart with myself, and then I would find people and companies that are doing that thing right now, and I would do whatever it took to get out there and to become an intern, and then to work my way up that ladder, and then three, four, five years down the road, guess what? I probably have the experience, probably have the knowledge, I've probably been mentored long enough where maybe now I want to keep, you know break off and do my thing. Or maybe I've learned that, hey, this isn't my thing. Let me shift into another industry, building relationships along the way. It's such a huge opportunity. Now, Carlos, let's talk about your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur.
1: I would say that my biggest weakness was, and I will say I'm still guilty of this as well. It's it's not knowing how much to charge services. And I think that's a problem that a lot of us out there in the space uh, we come across. I just say a million
0: dollars, Carlos. And then <laughs> I just
1: walk away. <laughs> and where I'm going with this is, is you build relationships with folks out there and then they see the value that you offer. And, you know, for me, it's happening right now with Snapchat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, knock on wood, you know, I have folks that reach out. They see me give a talk on Snapchat. And they say, you know, hey, our company wants to get on Snapchat. We'd love to bring you in. And, you know, we'd love to talk to you. And oftentimes, you know, now I'm to the point where I'll send them a rate card. Um, but it, it took a while to get to that point because you just don't know what the market is charging out there. And you don't want to just go ahead and say to someone, you know, hey, well, you know, I'll work for anything, or you know, I'm gonna charge you this and it's too much, or I'm gonna charge you this and it's too low. I think that comes with time and it's something that early on as an entrepreneur, um, I didn't really have that skill set I used to win Dixie example. I just threw $250 out there. Because um, I knew that if they were going to run an ad, they were probably paying $2,500. Um, but, you know, I, I would probably say that was and still somewhat is my biggest weakness is not knowing how to charge for services or at least how much.
0: What's your biggest
1: strength? Biggest strength. Wow. Do You want one or do you want many? <laughs> <laughs> Just one. I don't take no for an answer. Uh, I just don't take no for an answer. Like, like I said earlier on, I I believe that no really means not right now. And, um, you know, this is everything that we do at the end of the day is a relationship based business. Uh, so when people say no, I think of that as a not right now, but let's stay in touch. And, uh, I think there's a lot of other people that they quit at no. And one of the best pieces of of advice that was given to me when I was starting my business in 08 was, was patience. You, You have to have patience and those are kind of tied hand in hand.
0: What is the one thing, Carlos, that you are most fired up about today?
1: I would definitely say it's Snapchat. So uh, surprise, surprise there, right? Um, I've seen how Snapchat has transformed my career as a professional, as a marketer, just over the last over the last year, really, like I said, I've been on Snapchat since yeah. 2018 but now as other marketers, other brands are getting on, folks like yourself are jumping on, and it's completely changing the game of marketing. I think it's forcing um, marketers or entrepreneurs to step up their game because Snapchat's a, it's a no bullshit social network, right? It's very transparent. You actually have to pick up a phone and create content. It's not Facebook or Twitter where you can work with an agency and they can put some really cool photos or video. Um, so I'd say that really has me excited and, and specifically where Snapchat is headed with things like augmented reality over the next 12 to 24 months?
0: Well, it's good to hear because uh, I am a lover of the platform of Snapchat and I hope it doesn't uh, go anywhere because I'm really enjoying myself and Fire Nation I think you will too. And don't be stressed. You need to be a producer of content all the time, Fire Nation. There's so much great content to consume on Snapchat. Pick and choose wisely. Now, don't you go anywhere, Fire Nation, because we are about to crush the lightning round. But first, we'll take a minute to thank our sponsors. The excitement and energy that comes from launching a new product or service for your audience is amazing, but the several steps required to get you to the launch can be overwhelming. First, you have to come up with the idea, then actually create it, and finally, present it to your audience and ask them to pay for it enter the importance of a payment processor. But a lot of payment partners don't make accepting payment from your customers that easy. Luckily, with Braintree, it's different. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payments, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. Now you can take them all in over 130 currencies. And as your company grows, Braintree will stay by your side from your first dollar to your billionth. All it takes is a couple lines of code to get you started in a single integration. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. The team we built here at EO Fire is integral to our success as a business. Without them, we wouldn't have time to connect with Fire Nation and continue to grow. If you're looking for quality candidates who can help you free up time and connect with your audience and grow your business, then ZipRecruiter.com can help. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualified candidates will start to roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire and One more time, Fire Nation. Try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Carlos, are you prepared for the lightning rounds?
1: I was born (laughs) prepared, JLD.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Money. Lack of money and resources um, was probably the thing that was holding me back the most. What's the best advice you've ever received? Best advice has to be from my dad, Carlos Gill Sr., which is the worst fear is the fear that you anticipate.
0: Ooh. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: I read up on current trends and I try to jump in early.
0: Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation.
1: I'd say the one that has me right now the most um, on point is Facebook Messenger. Keep an eye on Facebook Messenger if you're big into Snapchat, just FYI.
0: Ah, interesting. If you could recommend just one book, what would it be and why?
1: The book that absolutely changed my life and career was Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, it, it talks a lot about cashing in on your passion. And I think there's a lot of folks that start in business today with the end game in mind just being money, but not putting their passion at the forefront. I know that's more than one sentence, but I had to that. <laughs>
0: well, Carlos, you have more than one sentence to answer this last question, because it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: I would try to find a way to invest that $500 to to multiply it. Most likely, I'd probably create an event and invite people out using that laptop that I have to then get to know and network with people and then turn um, that into potential business opportunities.
0: Carlos, I want to end today on fire because we started on fire. So give us a parting piece of guidance. Share with us the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for any entrepreneurs or anyone out there in the hustle um, that is either just getting started or not seeing the returns on their time resources and money. Um, Keep your head in the game. Keep your head focused on what success looks like and work your way backwards. What steps do you need to take and who are the people you need to surround yourself with in order to get there? I I always say this world domination is not had in a silo. You have to network and meet others out there and really surround yourself with people out there that are going to inspire you to step up your game to help you get yours in the long run. That would be my piece of advice. In terms of connecting with me, um, I'm on Snapchat, TheCarlosGill. I also have a website, which is Snapchatforbusiness.com. And you can also find me on the Twitters at CarlosGill83.
0: Love it all. And Fire Nation, you're the average. Of the five people you spend the most time with, you've been hanging out with CG and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Carlos in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about. The links, the resources, all of his contact information, of course, go directly to the Carlos Gill on Snapchat to follow him. And we just got it all over there. They're the best show notes in the biz. So Carlos, thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, JLD. Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed the chat with Carlos Gill today. Definitely check him out on Snapchat. In question, are you meditating a daily? It is proven to have incredible benefits for those who do. I struggle to stay consistent, which is why I've created seven meditation. Check us out at sevenmeditation.com and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for an easier way to accept payments from your customers? Braintree lets you accept all forms of payments in over 130 currencies. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. Looking for quality candidates to help you grow your business? Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.